You're listening to the My 25 Podcast, keeping you up to date on the NCAA's college basketball rankings each week. Here's your host, David Payne. Hey everybody, you're listening to the My 25 Podcast. I'm David Payne. Every week I'm going through the top 25 of college basketball's AP Top 25 rankings. Before we get started, big thanks to BYU-Idaho Radio for letting me record here, Dale Spalding for that intro, also Real Sport 101 for hosting this podcast. Go check them out. If you love sports, go to realsport101.com. They got all the updates you need. Also, make sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you find your podcasts. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at My25Podcast. Let's go ahead and get started and look at this top 25. Well, it's week 14, and for the fifth week in a row, Villanova takes the top spot. They're 22-1 and right now. They had no problems with Creighton and Seton Hall last week. Both Creighton and Seton Hall were ranked previously, so I thought maybe they'd give Villanova an upset, but Nova held up. The Wildcats held them both to less than 80 points, and they scored in the 90s. Jalen Bresson had 19 points against Creighton and 21 against Seton Hall. He's definitely making the case for player of the year. They have St. John's this week who just upset Duke over the weekend, so that should be a tough game. Also, Butler, they've had an up-and-down season, but I think Villanova should be fine in these two games, although I think that they're going to get upset pretty soon here. I can just kind of feel it. Maybe it's because they've been number one for the last five weeks, and maybe I just want to see something new on top, but Villanova's been playing really well all season long. At number two is the Virginia Cavaliers. They beat Louisville and Syracuse last week. Uh, They're playing extremely well. They use their defense to fuel their offense. They get stops, and they use that momentum to get buckets. They're not the highest scoring team in the league, but as long as their defense is holding their defenders, they're going to keep winning. This week, they have Florida State and Virginia Tech. Kyle Guy has been leading this team as well. He's another candidate for Player of the Year, if not ACC Player of the Year. The Cavaliers have been playing lights out, and I think they'll stay in this position for a while. The Purdue Boilermakers come in at number three. They have a 23-2 record. They actually had a close game against Rutgers. They only won by two points. They were ahead by about four or five pretty consistently throughout the game. But for the last few minutes of the game, they just kept trading buckets. If Rutgers could have gotten a stop, I think they would have pulled it off. But I think Purdue's grateful that they won this one. But they definitely will learn something from this game. It was a little too close for comfort. They're on a 19-game win streak, though, and they're hoping to keep it going. They'll play two ranked teams this week, number 14 Ohio State and number 4 Michigan State. They're hoping to keep their streak alive, but I'm really excited to watch that game against Michigan State. This will most likely be a glimpse at the Big Ten Championship game. And like I said, Michigan State sits at number 4. They're 22-3 and right now. The Spartans are only a game behind Purdue, and the two are battling for the Big Ten Conference. Last week, the Spartans beat Penn State and Indiana, but just barely. They beat the Nittany Lions by 8, and then they only beat Indiana by 3. Michigan State has a warm-up game against Iowa this week, which shouldn't be too hard, before they welcome the Boilermakers to their home court. Like I said, I'm really excited to see that game. Definitely put that one on your calendar. The number three and number four teams battling it out, not only for the top 25, but also for the title for Big Ten champion. Xavier bumps up one space to number five this week. Xavier beat St. John's and Georgetown last week. They were both pretty close, but Xavier's been looking poised and confident on the court. They have Butler and Creighton this week. Both Butler and Creighton have had decent seasons so far. They've both kind of been in and out of the top 25. But this far into the season, those two teams are just fighting for their spot in the tournament. The Musketeers shouldn't get complacent. They need to play their best. They're slowly climbing this top 25, and they're really hoping Villanova will take a loss pretty soon so they can make that race for the Big East Conference even closer. 
At number six is Cincinnati. The Bearcats are 21-2, and two, and they're establishing themselves on top of the American Athletic Conference ahead of Wichita State, despite the preseason rankings. A lot of people thought Wichita State would be the top team in the AAC, but Cincinnati has been playing extremely well. They beat Houston and Connecticut both by about 10 points each. They'll play UCF and SMU this week. SMU has had success in the past in tournaments, and they have what it takes to upset Cincy, but the way the Bearcats are playing, it's going to be a tough game. The Cats are on a 14-game win streak. Their big conference rival game against the Shockers is scheduled for February 18th, so definitely mark your calendars for that one as well. The Red Raiders of Texas Tech sit at number 7. They bumped up three spots this week, and they're really proving themselves as the best team in the state. This last week, they played the Texas Longhorns and TCU Horn Frogs, and they beat both of them. I think all three of these teams deserve a spot in the NCAA tournament, but there might not be enough available, so they all have to fight really hard. Texas Tech beat Texas by three and had an easier time with TCU, and they won that game by eight points. This week, they'll play Iowa State and Kansas State. Coming in at number eight is Auburn. They're 21-2 and two right now, and it still surprises me to see Auburn this high on this list. They jumped up three more spots this week, and now they're within the top ten. They beat Mississippi and Vanderbilt last week, and they have Texas A&M and Georgia this week. Texas A&M started the season on fire, but they've really struggled lately. This could be Texas A&M's chance to move up in the SEC standings, but the way that Auburn is playing is better than any Auburn team I think I've ever seen. I didn't even think of Auburn in the preseason when I was looking at the SEC, but they're happily sitting on top four games ahead of anyone else in the conference. The first team to actually have a loss this week on this list sits at number nine, the Duke Blue Devils. I'm slowly losing respect for Duke. I think they're a great offensive team, but that's just not enough. It's not cutting it for them. They let St. John's break their 11-game losing streak last week. They had a big game against an unhealthy Notre Dame team, which looks good on paper, but to turn around and lose to St. John's the way that they did is just pathetic. I expect more from this team, and there were a lot of analysts in the preseason who picked Duke to be in the Final Four, but until they can figure out how to play defense, they're not going to win any of these games. And they need to figure it out fast because they play North Carolina this week. Duke-North Carolina is a huge rivalry game, but it just doesn't feel the same when both of these teams have been struggling and losing to mid-major teams. Rounding off the top 10 is the Kansas Jayhawks. They're 18-5 and five right now, and like Duke, Kansas is not quite the team we thought they'd be in the preseason. They beat Kansas State by 14, but then they lost to unranked Oklahoma State by 5 at home. Their defense is also the issue. Devontae Graham is doing a lot better each week offensively, but the team really needs to find a better strategy on defense. Maybe the Jayhawks and the Blue Devils should meet up and scrimmage, so that way they could work on their defense together. They play TCU and Baylor this coming week. Both teams fighting for a spot in the tournament. Kansas needs to win these games. One, to stay on top of the Big 12, and also to move up on this top 25 list. Well, that's the top 10 for week 14's list. We're about halfway there. Thanks again to BYU-Idaho Radio for letting me record here. Also, Real Sport Media for hosting this podcast. Go check out their website, realsport101.com, for updates on any sport that you like to follow. Let's jump back into the top 25. At number 11 is St. Mary's. I think the Gales are an Elite Eight or even Final Four team. These guys are definitely underappreciated. Their percentages are off the charts. They play fundamental basketball. They take high percentage, open looks. They're deadly from three-point range. And although they have a lighter schedule than a lot of these other teams on this list, I think that they're a legitimate threat. 
This week they have LMU, and then they'll play another top contender for the Western Coast Conference, the Gonzaga Bulldogs. The Bulldogs are 21-4, and and they're ranked right behind St. Mary's at number 12. The Zags beat BYU over the weekend at home, but they had to fight for it. BYU has a tendency to give Gonzaga a hard time and to even beat them on occasion. They stayed confident and won by 8 points, but at the end of this month they have to head to Provo to play the Cougars again for their last game. Before taking on St. Mary's, they'll play Pacific, who shouldn't be too tough. Gonzaga wants to beat the Gales badly, though. It's their last chance to prove that they're better. I think St. Mary's will win this one, but I can see it being really close, maybe even going into overtime. At number 13 is the Arizona Wildcats. The Wildcats are 19-5 right now, and they're still leading the Pac-12 conference, but only by two games. Last week, they had a huge game against Washington State, where they scored 100 points, but then they lost to Washington by three points. This was definitely the finish of the week. The game was tied, and DeAndre Ayton came up with a huge block. With only two seconds left on the clock, everyone thought the game was going into overtime, but the ball was blocked directly to Washington's Dominic Green, who had ice in his veins and hit the three-pointer at the buzzer for the win. Just take a listen. Five seconds. Noel. Sadly, this drops Arizona a few spots on this week's list. They'll play UCLA and USC this week, which could be even tougher than their game against Washington. If they don't win these games, they might get bumped from this list, and they'll definitely fall from the top of the Pac-12 standings. At number 14 is Ohio State. Hoping to disrupt Purdue and Michigan State in the Big Ten, the Buckeyes are 20-5 and right now, and they're only a few games behind. They beat Indiana and Illinois last week, and they're going to bring everything they have on Wednesday when they play Purdue. I'm really hoping for an upset here, just because they're always exciting, but Purdue is on a hot streak, and that'll be really hard to disrupt. At number 15 is the Tennessee Volunteers. Tennessee jumps a few spaces up this week after beating LSU and Mississippi. These aren't the biggest quality wins, but the Vols will take it. They have a tough week ahead of them, though. They'll play number 24, Kentucky, an unranked but highly competitive Alabama. Tennessee's on the heels of Auburn in the SEC race, but they need to play a little bit harder, and they need to hope that Auburn kind of struggles this week if they want to jump up in the SEC. At number 16 is Clemson. The Tigers are 19-4, and and they're playing like they have something to prove. All season long, they've been toward the bottom of this list, and they really want more of the action. They lost to number 2 Virginia a few weeks back, but since then they've beaten Georgia Tech, North Carolina, and Wake Forest. They have Pittsburgh and Florida State early this week, and then they have a little week to prepare for the Duke Blue Devils the week after. At number 17 is the Oklahoma Sooners. They're 16-6 and right now after winning one and losing one this last week. They beat Baylor by two, but then they lost to Texas by five. Neither of those teams were ranked. Oklahoma's been pretty streaky lately. Even when Trey Young has huge games, the Sooners still seem to struggle. They need to work better as a team and put less pressure on Young. They have a big challenge coming up that might be do or die this week. They have to play number 19 West Virginia. If they lose this game, they'll drop pretty far on this list, if not all the way off. Rhode Island comes in at number 18. The Rams still lead the Atlantic 10 Conference. They have a 19-3 record. Really, their only quality win so far was against Seton Hall earlier in the season. But because they're in a mid-major conference, they have a pretty clear path all the way to the NCAA tournament as long as they win the Atlantic 10 Championship. Anything can still happen, but if they win that, they're in. They have Davidson and Richmond this week and shouldn't have any issues. 
At number 19 is West Virginia. The Mountaineers dropped again this week. They're definitely moving the wrong way, and I think it's going to create some problems on this team. They were as high as number two or three just a few weeks ago, and now they barely crack the top 20. They need to adjust their strategy and win some games before it's too late. They have Oklahoma and Oklahoma State this week, and both teams have proved to be tough competitors down the stretch. If West Virginia can't pick up these wins, they might force themselves off this list and maybe even out of the running for the tournament. That might be exaggerating a little bit. West Virginia is a really good team. They're just kind of in a funk right now. I have faith in them. I believe in them. I think that they'll win some of these games and move up on this list, but they really need to prove it this week. At number 20 is Michigan. The Wolverines are 19-6, and and they're right on the heels of Ohio State, Michigan State, and Purdue in the Big Ten. They're only a couple games back. They'll have a chance to be in the Final Four of their conference championship if they stay consistent. They beat Northwestern and Minnesota last week, and they play Northwestern again and Wisconsin this week. Both are games on the road, which is always difficult. When it comes to Michigan and other teams this far down on the list, they really need to win to stick around. Michigan is one of those teams that's kind of on the bubble. I think that they can make the tournament, but they'll need to be in the Big Ten Championship. And the only way to do that is to beat out Ohio State, Michigan State, or Purdue. The North Carolina Tar Heels are sitting at number 21, and I'm extremely surprised about this for two reasons. The first thing that surprises me is that they're so bad this year that they're able to be this low on the list. They're the reigning NCAA tournament champions from last year. I get it, they're a different team, but I still didn't expect them to be this bad. The second thing, they're so bad, I don't even think they belong on this list. I think that they're still here because there's a sliver of hope for UNC and the rankings committee maybe feels bad about bumping such a historically dynamic team off the list, but I don't think they deserve to be here. They will have a chance to prove me wrong or right this week. They have Duke on Thursday, and if they beat Duke, they can stick around. I'm totally fine with that. But if they lose, I really think they need to make room for other teams that could qualify to be in the top 25. Wichita State comes in at number 22. The Shockers are also going the wrong way. They moved back six places this week after losing to Temple by three points. I have to hand it to Temple, though. They forced the game into overtime at the buzzer and kept on fighting down the stretch. There were some crucial mistakes made by the Shockers in this game, and I think they definitely should have won, but they're another bubble team right now. They're flirting with being bumped out of the top 25 list. They'll be fine when it comes to a spot in the tournament, but they really need to step it up if they want to win the conference championship. They have three more games before we'll see them play Cincinnati, but they're making it easy for Cincinnati to lose to the Shockers and still win the AAC. The Shockers are four games behind and they're running out of time. At number 23 is Nevada. The Wolf Pack is back with a 20-4 and record. A loss to Wyoming by one point in an amazing game bumped them out of the top 25 last week, but they pushed through the pain. They beat Fresno State and Colorado State to be back in at number 23. They'll have UNLV and San Diego State at home this week, and they're looking to win the Western Conference if they can stay ahead and beat Boise State the week after. At number 24 is the Kentucky Wildcats. The Wildcats are sticking near the bottom half of this list. They're 17-6 and right now after beating Vanderbilt by 2 last week, but also losing to Missouri by 9. I don't see Kentucky turning it around at this point. They have a great program and an amazing coach, but I just can't see them getting out of the, even the second round of the tournament, no matter who they're playing if they stay at this caliber. Being in the SEC, they have some tough matchups going forward. This week, they play number 15, Tennessee, and Texas A&M before taking on number 8, Auburn, and Alabama the week after. 
Rounding off the top 25 is Miami. The Hurricanes are back at the bottom of this list. It's been a few weeks since we've seen them here in the top 25, but after back-to-back wins against Pittsburgh and Virginia Tech, they're showing they haven't given up. They're on a five-game win streak, and they play Wake Forest and Boston College this week before their toughest game of the season when they host the number 2 Virginia Cavaliers. Well, that's the top 25 for week 14. The Florida Gators and Arizona State Sun Devils were bumped off the list. They're not in the top 25 this week, but along with other teams like Butler, Washington, New Mexico State, Seton Hall, Creighton, those kind of teams are right on the bubble to become top 25 teams. It really just depends on what happens this week. It's going to be a great week. Thanks for tuning in. Definitely watch some of these games. Send me a message on Facebook. Email me at my25podcast at gmail.com. I want to hear what you're thinking about the top 25 teams about this podcast. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next week. You've been listening to the My 25 Podcast with David Payne. Find My 25 on Facebook and Twitter. Just like at My 25 Podcast and make sure to subscribe for updates each week.